Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, all you amazing souls. I hope you are having a phenomenal day. I want to kick off today's episode with a quick thank you to DC Honey, who left a wonderful review for me on the podcast. I loved hearing that the money series was so inspiring to you, and I appreciate the feedback on that. As well as I appreciate all of the people that responded to my Instagram story and gave me some new ideas for topics that you would like covered thrilled with the responses that I got, and I am so grateful to know that there are more issues that you want to hear more about, as well as new topics that you'd like covered from a different angle. So huge shout out and thank you to everyone that chimed in on my Instagram, sent me a message, and just let me know what sort of topics you're interested in hearing more about. I had people ask for more money topics, more people wanted to know about vulnerability. The Dating Yourself episode as well was another one that I had quite a few people reach out and wanting to hear more about. So we are going to incorporate, I say we, I am going to incorporate more of those topics later on throughout the show. So genuinely appreciate the feedback. And if you are listening in and you didn't have a chance to let me know what you want to hear more about, just drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I'm always more than willing to listen to what it is, listen to what it is that you guys want to hear because you're the reason I'm doing this. I want this to be a free resource for you to use to help you manifest your best motherfucking life. And for those of you that do follow me on Instagram, this is that episode that I went live talking about when I was talking about stepping into inspired action. This this is that episode. <laughs> and if you don't follow me on Instagram, no hard feelings, but let's be friends. I like to connect with y'all as real people behind the numbers. It's much more meaningful to me that way. I prefer it that way. And I'm pretty easy to find. Just search for me at Modern Manifestation. Anyway, I went live and talked about having a different episode ready to record today when all of the sudden I couldn't stop elaborating on this part of the episode. And then I started branching out and it became into all the, it really just turned into all these different aspects. Like it just kind of branched out like a tree into all these new ideas I had. And I just, I nerded out and I'm not sorry about it. The funny thing is, is that this topic just, it keeps showing up for me like over and over and over again in so many different ways. And I'm finally just like, you know what, universe? Fine. If if you want an episode about this, let's fucking do it. Started writing it and it turned into like three other episodes. So get ready because we're going to have a couple different parts to this. So I appreciate you for sticking with me on this. So you're probably wondering, what is this topic? Today's episode is about stress hormones. 
It's about your automatic nervous system. And I am embracing my little science enthusiast and bringing you a pretty decent overview, or at least what I think is a decent overview for a non-scientist, of the automatic nervous system and the impact that this has on manifestation. And you're probably like, wait, what the fuck? Automatic nervous system? Like, what does that have to do with manifestation? And also, what the fuck is it? Like, it's been a minute since I was in school, right? Don't worry, I got you. And before I get into it, a gentle reminder slash disclaimer that I am not a doctor, a scientist. I do not have any medical licenses. So please know that I am sharing the information that I gathered for myself and the dots that I've connected while researching my own health issues, which I'll address in next week's episode. And any physical symptom that I I mention as a result of this stress or as a result of chronic stress should not be taken as the only reason you might be experiencing one of these. Always consult your doctor. I want to make that clear because I do not want anyone to feel that I am discounting their unique circumstance. We all have very complex and very different scenarios. I get that. The things I talk about today might not be why you are having issues, but it might be the reason why one or two listeners are experiencing issues. So I want to make sure they're addressed because this is a critical manifestation component. And I'm not trying to oversimplify or make light of a serious health issue someone might be having. So when I get to that part of the episode, just keep that in mind. Take my overview of the stress hormones as just a piece of the manifestation puzzle and put it on the shelf. Implement it or don't. It is completely, you know, all of these episodes are just suggestions. We all have our own different paths in life. I'm just here trying to give you multiple different ideas and things to be thinking about as you're working to address this identity part and as you're trying to step into the role of someone that is manifesting. All right, so let's get into it. I talk about manifesting from your identity more than anything else, right? I probably mention it at least once an episode. But what is that identity made of? Well, we talk about this all the time. It is everything. Your whole last person formed and shaped by your emotional, physical, environmental, chemical, spiritual, all of that self. And what I'm getting at today is that your identity is also a reflection of how you respond to events throughout your day and the physical state that that puts you in. But we're going to get a little bit more sciencey and technical about it because one, I think it's fascinating and I just like totally geek out over this stuff. And two, because I'm one of those people where I need to know how something works. You tell me to manage my stress hormones, but you don't tell me really why or what that's doing to my body. Like I say, oh yeah, sure. I'll think about it and then not actually do it. I can't tell you how many times doctors would be like, oh, yeah, you should really monitor your stress levels. And I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever, and just like brush it off. I'm one of those how does it work kind of person. Why does it matter? What is the way that this thing is functioning? Like how is it impacting me? So I wanted to bring a piece of that to today's episode. Your reactions are just as important as the healthy habits you're forming. Your reactions are telling us how you're showing up regularly, how you react to external stimuli like traffic, bills, kids, conservative liberals, the news, puppies, a dirty house. Your reactions to the world around you say more about your identity than the five minutes you spend journaling, visualizing, meditating, or whatever, because you spend most of your days, most of your life, reacting to external stimuli. So if you can gain control of your reactions, 
You take the wheel of manifestation because your reactions make up majority of how you're operating, majority of how your identity is coming out in the world. But a lot of us aren't taking control of this majority. We're just reacting for the hell of it and not taking ownership of those reactions. And your nervous system controls what happens to your body when you perceive a threat. So if you're not controlling your reactions, your nervous system is going haywire. So if how you perceive the world determines how your physical body responds and shows up, then we have to start with how significant these systems are and how they're impacting you every day. That way, you understand why controlling your perceptions and your reactions is so critical. So let's jump in to how these systems play into our ability to manifest. Let's elaborate on what they are. That way, you know why it's important to take ownership. So we have what is called an automatic nervous system. And this is responsible for how you are responding to things. And it's made up of two divisions, the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. And these two systems are primarily what we're going to focus on in today's show, because these are pretty much your body's brakes and your body's gas when it comes to stress. The parasympathetic system's motto is rest and digest. And the sympathetic system's motto is fight or flight. And I'm going to elaborate on these even a little further. So the parasympathetic system, think of this as your softer system or the resting in the peaceful state. This is where we are meant to spend majority of our time. It's the body's breaks, right? The body's breaks to stress. No danger is present. The body is free to prioritize things like digestion, sleep, other bodily functions. This is the relaxed state we enter when there isn't any danger nearby. There are no imminent threats. You can embrace the parasympathetic system by doing things like meditating, dancing, doing yoga, painting, reading, getting artistic, going on walks. Things that kind of just like slow down that rhythm, right? It's the slower movements, often the more feminine movements. And humans were biologically designed to operate from this relaxed state because we're expected to be hanging out in the cave, painting on the walls, gathering berries, <laughs> hanging out with the community, singing, dancing, just chilling most of the time, at least in our cavewoman days. And the idea wasn't that we were really supposed to run into a panther or mountain lion more than like a couple times a week at most, right? Like, I don't actually know how often that happened, but our bodies are designed to thrive in peace, the safety and stillness. We weren't designed to be chased by a mountain lion for 12 hours a day. And yet that is what our day-to-days usually look like from a stress perspective. Because most people, especially working individuals, rarely make time for the parasympathetic system. We do not prioritize making room for the state we're supposed to be operating from. And a lot of people experience issues with digestion and sleep because their body can't prioritize these processes when other immediate stress states are present. And it's important because the parasympathetic system is a very calm, peaceful, and very positive place to be. Like when you think about manifestation and being in flow or being in frequency or becoming an energetic match for for great things in life, a lot of that is on the same level as parasympathetic system. So you want to be in that system more from a manifestation perspective. But most of us spend majority of our time 
Instead, in the sympathetic nervous system, which is working against us from a manifestation perspective. And this is the state you're in when you are responding to danger, right? That fight or flight response is the body's gas pedal. It's like, oh shit, I'm getting chased. It's going to throw a bunch of shit into your bloodstream to help you out. This is the state that your body jumps to when a mountain lion jumps off a cliff and just starts chasing you. (laughs) Your body gives you a burst of energy to get away from this perceived threat. You are flooded. Your bloodstream is literally flooded with adrenaline, glucose, oxygen, cortisol, the stress hormone. This is throwing your hormones out of balance. And taking control of your reactions is important because there's a part of your brain that interprets external data, the amygdala. And this part of your brain is responsible for that emotional processing, recognizing danger, and and sending that distress signals to other parts of your brain that trigger this fight-or-flight response and that trigger all of these hormones entering your body. And if you can control your reactions before the amygdala sends that distress signal, then you won't be thrown into the sympathetic system when you don't want to be or when you don't need to be. Because unfortunately, the amygdala hasn't evolved quickly enough to know the difference between us being chased by a mountain lion versus us running late for work. And the physical and the chemical response caused by this stress is still the same. Except while we're running away from the mountain lion, we're immediately utilizing these stress hormones like adrenaline, glucose, cortisol, because we're using them to help us run faster and get away or to perceive things faster because it sharpens our vision and all of that. And so it helps us become more aware of how to get out of immediate danger. And so when we're being chased, the idea is that we are using these physical reserves and they're immediately getting burned off. That's how we're designed. But when we're sitting in our car, running late for work, however, those same stress hormones and energy have nowhere to go. They are not getting used up by some sort of physical exertion unless you're doing some sort of exercise later to get rid of them. So instead, a lot of times they just sit and accumulate and they accumulate to dangerous levels until we're in a constant state of chronic stress. And that can show up as increased blood sugar and blood pressure and all kinds of other health issues. So again, why is this important for manifestation? A huge part of manifestation that is often overlooked is our reactions and our hormones as a result of these reactions. And it is a shame that we don't talk about it more because your reactions determine, and the reactions you control, by the way, determine whether you're engaging your sympathetic or your parasympathetic nervous system, which is how you're reacting to life as a whole. So if you ever meet that person who's just like genuinely always relaxed and they don't seem to have a care in the world, they're never worried about things working out, they just know that they will, right? These are the people who have mastered living in that parasympathetic state. These are the people that have taken ownership of their reactions and made a decision about what they were going to do or how they were going to interpret these things. And these are the people who let go and step into flow with the universe, who are co-creating. How you react is a huge part of your identity and what you're manifesting. And to be clear, when I talk about stress, I'm not talking about life-threatening situations. I mean, yes, those are included as well, but I'm talking about just overstimulation in general. We allow ourselves to experience stress every day in little ways. And how we react to those little moments of stress accumulate to determine if we're in a state of chronic stress or not, if we're able to get back to that parasympathetic system or if we're staying in that fight or flight space. 
And we are constantly inundated by information and expectations, you know, impressing the boss, answering emails at all hours, texts, calls, the media, work assignments, deadlines, traffic, job loss, crowds, relationships, long lines at the grocery store. I mean, any one of those things could be stressful if you allow it to have that implication on you. And the average person would perceive those as stressful things. And we choose how we react. So we choose to react negatively. And our body interprets that data, our amygdala interprets that as as then a danger because of the way we're reacting to it. And then our body enters that fight or flight space. And when your body is operating in this constant state of stress, your digestive system slows down. So it's easier for you to put on weight and harder to put on muscle. Your hormones are out of balance. So you may experience acne, painful periods, even infertility. Your memory is affected because the stress hormone makes it harder to remember things later. And all of those things cause stress in their own right. And again, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, so I'm not saying that these are all 100% the result of chronic stress. But I do think that stress plays a significant role more often than not. And it's something most people don't place an emphasis on or something they're not accounting for as appropriately as they should. Because a lot of times we just don't exactly know what's going on in the body and what it's actually doing and how holistic this picture is. And that's what I wanted to bring to you today. And it's important because majority of the people who tune into this podcast are high achievers, right? We're driven. And people that are driven, especially to become these boss babes, by nature of our drive, we naturally find ourselves, quote unquote, thriving in stressful environments, right? Or so we think. But are we thriving? Can we even feel when we are stressed anymore? Because I got to a place where I no longer felt stressed while stressed. Like I was so used to feeling stressed and being stressed, like almost addicted, that I thought I was relaxed. But my body was not staying in that parasympathetic system while relaxed. So while I was quote unquote relaxing, I was doing it in the fight or flight mode. And I'll talk about that more in my next episode. But I challenge you to question yourself. Are you ever truly relaxed? When you're giving yourself that time and space, are you watching a movie but also checking email? Are you doing yoga while listening to a podcast? (laughs) I say as I'm doing this podcast. Are you going for a walk but making sure that it's productive with some sort of audiobook or something? Do you ever really relax? Can you get to that parasympathetic state? So what does chronic stress mean for us as manifestors? What are the implications, right? I'm sure that's what everyone listening to really just wants to know. And a lot of it is implied already, but let's just really get specific and let me just clarify how it impacts you. Let's say that you're working to manifest your best motherfucking life. You're getting up every day, you're visualizing, you're working on this positive mindset shift, you're implementing healthy habits, you're meditating, you're working out, you're really just stepping into the identity of that person you want to become. You've listened to all my other episodes and you're just like, great, I'm trying to implement all of this good shit. But... Sometimes the nature of being this high achiever that's doing all of these things, it might just be too much for you. And if you're not only implementing all of these things, but then you're also doing a similar amount of things with your your job and your relationships, and you just have to-do lists all across your life, it's more than likely that you have at least one symptom of stress or chronic stress. Unless, of course, you've already done the work, in which case, maybe you don't. (laughs) 
For the rest of us, it might be showing up as something like chronic lower back pain, irregular periods, adult acne. I've heard someone say PCOS was caused by their stress, severe weight fluctuations, sugar cravings, alcohol cravings. And I'm not saying that stress will be the only cause of these symptoms, but there are so many symptoms that are caused and where stress plays a significant role in the symptom at the very least, more than you probably realize. While you're making so many positive changes everywhere else in your life, these symptoms often feel like they're out of our control. Like we're making all of these other positive shifts and yet we feel like there's nothing we can do about these things. We just have to deal with it. And that can be really heavy when you're trying to step into this identity of someone that is positive and yet you have this other thing that you believe to be out of your control or something that you think is holding you back in some way. And oftentimes you would probably consider these symptoms something that are in and of themselves stressful and, as you're now learning, also caused by stress in a lot of cases. And it's hard to ignore the impact that these issues have on your mental state and on your health and therefore your identity and your ability to manifest. And it's important for me to share this because, again, I'll mention this in the next episode, but I had my own healing journey that I had to go through and I didn't realize how many of my symptoms were caused by stress. And so if you are one of those people where you're searching for answers about something going on within you that's causing you unhappiness and you can't seem to get any answers from someone, try taking a look at this piece because this was the piece that didn't click for me and it ended up resolving so many things. And I've had other friends and acquaintances that I've talked to that have dealt with other traumatic things like autoimmune disorders, chronic pain, one person that couldn't walk and regained the ability to walk later, infertility. And those women told me that what led to their healing was addressing that stress. And when you address that stress and you then step into that healing, what can that do for your manifestation abilities? Aren't you going to be in a so much more peaceful place to come from? Aren't you going to be, isn't it going to be much easier for you to stay in that parasympathetic place where it's easier and more natural for you to be manifesting? And oftentimes when you are dealing with some of those heavier symptoms, like I just mentioned, then you're probably also feeling anxious and agitated and sad or even depressed, depending on your situation. And all of that can only add fuel to the fire and increase your level of stress. So then how do we work to combat this, right? Like, how do we step out of stress when the things that are caused by stress are also keeping us stressed, right? It feels like this, this really evil catch-22, and it all comes down to managing your reactions. You get to choose whether or not your amygdala sends that distress response or that distress signal. Not directly, right? You can't just like think, oh, hey, amygdala, like don't send that response. Really would be great if you like pretend that that's not an issue. No, like you need to step into the feelings of someone that is less reactive or less reactive in a negative way anyway. And it takes time and it takes patience. And it'll be something you have to continue to work on. But the more you can take control over your reactions, the more you'll take control over how your body is responding to external stimuli and your stress response and your symptoms as a result of that stress response. And then the emotions as, a related, or as it relates to that stress. And then as we know, I mean, we're all these whole beings. All of that is playing out in your manifestations as well. So we got to manage our reactions. We have to create space for real rest. 
We have to say no more often. We have to make time for activities that engage the parasympathetic system. And I know this is a lot of information for one episode, so I'm going to jump more into managing your reactions, as well as my journey through stress in my healing next week. Thank you all so much for joining me today. If you want some quick tips to help you begin shifting into the parasympathetic system, write a review of this show, screenshot it, email it to me, and I will send you my seven tips for creating space for abundance in the meantime. Otherwise, we'll jump into some more next week. These tips will not only help you manifest, but they will also help you engage that parasympathetic system also. So write a review, screenshot, email it to me. That just makes sure I get it before Apple actually sends me a notification because I don't want you just like waiting around for a week and not having it in your inbox. So do that. That'll let me know. Again, really appreciate everyone that has already written a review and everyone that has reached out on Instagram. I really, really, really love connecting with you guys in a more meaningful way. It means the world to me to see the faces and the names associated with the numbers. It really gets me motivated, and I love coming back and, and getting your feedback on what you guys are wanting more of. Have a great rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.